You're tuned to WMNF Tampa. Sunday Forum here on your non-commercial radio station, WMNF. My name is Patro Mobili sitting in for Walter L. Smith this morning here on the Sunday Forum. And uh, we're going to, of course, take your telephone calls and your emails and read them. We're going to start out talking about education in this state and just all of the political shenanigans that have been going on in this state and across the country. And uh, I'll be sharing with you some stories and some music here on this Sunday morning. We got a, we've been taking a, a look all year of, at education policy. We're talking about how the school board has become increasingly divided. School boards have been targeted, especially by conservatives. Uh, but <clears throat> we're going to provide tips for the background candidates as we head into this uh, election year and what to look for in their rhetoric, uh, the, who are their campaign donors, and uh, ways to look for certain key words in their, on their websites that give away their uh, politics, especially if they are coming from this, uh, this right wing. And this, right, the right wing in the state of Florida have, as I said, attacked school boards, approached school boards to see if they can use that as a way of gaslighting all of us. They have gone against 
black history cu- curriculum, uh, giving high school students in AP courses uh, correct information when it comes to black history as they get ready for college. Uh, a lot of people are saying that this state of Florida is becoming a backwater. But, you know, there are a lot of people who have over the years stood up and fought back. And we're going to see more people fight back in this iteration of right wing politics in this country and how, you know, black people feel under attack, especially our black kids as we are being once again facing the possibility of being undereducated, miseducated. And that's going to make our students especially uh, un really not able to compete, uncompetitive in the workplace. So we're going to talk about all of those things once again here today on the Sunday Forum. Walter, of course, will be back hopefully next week. I know that he's out doing a lot right now. I'm sure he's got stories to tell when he gets back. Uh, But today here on the Sunday Forum, we're going to take a look at all that is happening in our name politically, especially when it comes to education policy. But right now, I'm joined in the studio by Kim Brown. I want to thank her for joining me um, in the studio. Thank you for having me. In, um, I don't know if I got your mic on right there and uh, your you. headphones. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, great. I hear you too. Thank you for joining me here this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I am Kimberly Brown Blunt and um, I am the chairwoman of the Government Relations Committee for the Florida A&M University National Alumni Association. And I am here to promote our upcoming legislative education forum that we will be having on Monday, September 25th, 2023. And that will be located at the Sunshine Health Community Center. Um, that's um, on the corner of Waters and Florida. The address is 200 West Waters Avenue, Tampa, Florida, 33604. And the forum will begin at 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And we have a uh, great lineup for the community. And we just invite you to come out to be engaged. Um, This is a great opportunity to interact with our state legislators as well as our local legislators to let them know, um, promote any um, concerns or issues you may have. But we really want to just really advocate for the students here in Tampa, as well as the students that attend um, Florida A&M University. And we know they come from all over (laughs) um, the state of Florida. So thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Well, certainly you're welcome. And let's start with what you feel is the what necessitated this. Um, I have been in this role for, this is my second year in this role, and my mentor is Dr. Carolyn Collins. She um, has held this position for the local chapter for um, quite a long time, and even at the national level, she has been the national president of our alumni association, as well as the local president of Mm -hmm. the FAMU National Alumni Association. And when um, I decided to take this role, I really wanted to um have a uh, the the alumni have a, a footprint in the community as well as throughout the state we do that really well um throughout the alumni association and i can talk about that a little later but and taking in this role i really wanted to um make sure that we support the university but we also support the students and the citizens here locally so i wanted to do a legislative um forum and um education is is of course, the main, the heartbeat of Florida A&M, as well as um, really a catalyst that um, will provide students to, no matter where you come from, all walks of life, become successful in life. And and that's what I, what I wanted to advocate for. Right. And so we're going to be able to, to meet legislators who will be dealing with who've been dealing with education issues. And you know what that's been like here in Florida. Absolutely. Um, so we have a great um, lineup. We have a we'll have a panel discussion on education and housing and the panel um 
Esteemed panel guests will be State Senator Dale Roussan, Representative Fentress Driscoll, she's the leader of the Florida House Democratic Caucus, Commissioner Gwen Myers, and School Board Vice Chair Henry Shake Washington. Um, we They will be led by um, a former State Representative Ed Narain. He will be our moderator. Um, so it's going to be just a, a an opportunity to have fruitful and meaningful discussion. Um, we know that um, locally there are teacher shortages. Um, right. There's so much going on in the classroom, um, many bills that have um, previously passed. But we also want to know, well, what now that we know what's going on, what are the leg- what's prepared for the future? Um, how are they willing to um, implement programs and, and regulations and laws to support the students? So we'll have fruitful discussion about that as well. They say students and housing, uh, and this is a major, major issue, especially after the pandemic. Exactly. Affordable housing. Exactly. Um, That's probably going to be one of the main hot topics that that will be discussed. So um, come out. um, Please join us. Uh, We will definitely, um, you will have time to be able to answer questions. You will also be able to um, register to vote. We will have supervisor of elections on, on board to register anyone to vote. We will have a judicial overview because one thing we want to, um, we, we did a, if you would call it a, a study, where we looked at all of the, the voter election turnout throughout the state of Florida. And we looked for over the past few years to see what that, um, you know, how do, how do we do as far as voters um, coming yeah. out? off uh, the president election and the off year as well. Mm -hmm. And you'd be surprised as much as what's going on. We our numbers are still not there. So we're going to talk about that and give people an opportunity to register to vote. We will also have a judicial overview before we begin our panel discussion um, where I think we see now the importance of paying attention to who is elected as judges, right? Yes. <laughs> so we'll learn about that process, and we'll have a judicial overview okay. um, provided to us by um, Travis J. Coy from the Office of State Attorney, 13th Judicial Circuit, as well as um, Dr. Dion M. Jones, trial attorney for Allstate Insurance. Um, she's also vice president of the George um, Eshcombe Bar Association. So... I think we have a dynamic lineup for you. Sounds we will like actually have um, our very own mayor there to welcome our guests. So I think we have an esteemed, dynamic lineup um, ready for you. And um, all we need is you there to yeah. come and join us. And once again, that place is? It is Sunshine State Health um, Community Center. And the address is... 200 West Waters Avenue, Tampa, Florida, 33604. Just to give you a visual, if on Waters, it's in that plaza where the cash and carry used to be many years ago. But right now there is a Wawa um, that's on the corner and the Wendy's that is on the corner um, of Waters and uh, Florida. Okay. Okay, yeah, I know exactly where you're. <laughs> so give us a call. It looks like people are already, there's somebody already on the line waiting to talk to us. 813-239-9663. There's an upcoming education forum, and uh, there's a lot that has been going on in this state, and, uh, you know, including not just the teacher shortage, but a uh, uh, bus driver shortage. There's so much happening, and politics is to blame. 813-239-9663. We have a lot to discuss. We could do that, some of that here today, but, you know, Kimberly Brown Blunt is here to tell us about how we're going to have an opportunity to talk to movers and shakers in this state in terms of education policy. And uh, we're going to go straight away to the telephone line to see what you have to add here on the Sunday Forum. While we have her here, we could talk to her and ask her some questions and talk about some of the implications of these policies. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Hey, thank you. This is Mr. Annabelle. This is Mobili, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. You know, I see you've got a uh, young lady there from uh, FAMU. You know, FAMU, FAMU, I love the advice. That's what that may be. Oh, help me, Lord. You know, and that FAMU, and, and that brings to the point about education and why it's so important to to attack education. You know, and and we, we write about where this governor is, is, is taking us. Because when you want to keep a 
uh, a, 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 a culture or a people into check, the first thing you do is you deny them the the access to education, those things that are, are, are fundamental, such as reading and writing. You maintain them in a state of ignorance. Or you do what Mr. DeSantis, again, is doing. You see this in any sort of authoritarian regime. You talk about South Africa. What did the, 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 the Afrikaans do? The first thing they do is just eliminate the books. They call the books in television atomic bombs that uh, affect the, uh, the, the culture and stuff. They, and so they eliminated the books. They eliminated people's ability uh, to, to, have, to, to get science and math and those things, maintaining them in the state of, uh, of, of ignorance. The problem that we, the problem that they're having, okay, you can't, people will always find a way to get education. And now with this Internet, you know, when the, when when he says, well, you know, uh, black people had it so good in, in, in during slavery, we can go back and, and look and see where where, where, uh, where slavery started in Florida. You know, and that all we can say that Florida history is black history and those sort of things. And that's and that's the battle that that we when I was at the internal vigilance, we must maintain internal in vision. When I went to FAMU, the one thing I did, I did and I, I came up from Detroit, is we had good teachers. We had good instructors and, and stuff. And they taught you that you weren't going to fail, that we were here to help you. And that they taught math and science with a sense of, 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 of a love and understanding and those sort of things. I mean, uh, uh, it, and they taught you to try and to never give up. And, and, and those sort of things. So, uh, and I, I'm grateful for that because I, like I said, when I went to, when I came there down here from Detroit, I was in use of the, the Southern culture, and uh, and and I confronted this, and and when I came to Tallahassee, and I found out it was about bonding, it was about love, it was about understanding our our surrounding, it was about uh, achievement and those sort of things, and so you know. That this is where places like family, where you go amongst people who love you and stuff, and and I, you know, joined it was in the fraternities and all that, and the band, marching band, and those sort of things, and that that that's something that's so important for our our development here in the state of Florida, and that affects all around the country and stuff, and that's the thing that we must always fight against because Mr. DeSantis and his crew of ignorance are the folks that are going to that are attacking these institutions, these found these these foundations of, of our society. These are the things that we're we have to we have to this this conservative uh, mentality is I think it becomes the, we talk about authoritarian, it's fascism and uh, and those sort of things. So we must maintain a, a sense of vigilance here and I'm glad you've got this sister on from the from this dear sister, uh, from the right institution, the right place to talk about these, these issues. Because there's one thing that that school and all these like universities have stood for was a sense of pride, dignity, and forwardness, and those sort of things, and to overcome uh, our, uh, um, our, 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 our deficit, which was brought, which was, which was ingrained during slavery time and uplift us into the future. So that's enough of my speech today. And thank you so much for having this young lady young lady on, okay? Thank you for calling, Doc. And read yourwithinthenorms.com. All right. Yourwithinthenorms.com. We talk about this in the message from the Sandersburg. We wrote two articles, <laughs> about three articles about the message from the Sandersburg about the, the fact that about the, the, the slavery and and also uh, a comparative analysis between what uh, Mr. DeSantis is doing and that of uh, the uh, of what happened in South Africa. We put it: he may not be a Donald Trump, but he certainly is a Heinrich Verbord. And if we read our history, we'll know who Heinrich Verbord mm. is. And so, yeah. all right, that's enough for me, man. Thank, thank you, thank you, Doc. Bye bye. Bye bye. 
And he says, Reed, we are within we are within the norm, but we're not really within the norm right now when it comes to education policy in Florida. Uh, and he's, he talked a lot about, it made the comparison between South Africa, how, you know, back during the last days of apartheid, the white South Africans tried to force black school kids to only learn all of their instructions and all in all subjects in Afrikaans, not English, not in their native language, but in Afrikaans, which was a made up language from the Dutch. So that was a way of keeping them down. And we're seeing efforts today in banning books, you know, uh, especially when it comes to telling the the true story of racism in this state. And, uh, you know, and I'm just looking at how legislation has led to could lead to felony offenses in this state and criminalization of teachers, decertifying teachers, you know. So I know that there are going to be panelists there that are going to deal with some of these issues. And I'm thinking especially of the school board panelists. Yes, um, and I'm sure uh, that he will, you know, will be able to answer any questions. But um, and. I cannot say I'm not a legislator, but I, we are just there to provide the format right. and for this discussion. Um, I want to say just one thing about um, FAMU. FAMU is really ranked 103 amongst top public universities, and we're making continuous strides. One thing that we do is we're a leader in state university system in affordability and providing access to first-generation and low-income students. And the university continues to um, serve the critical needs of the Florida um, citizens. Um, We really, our goal is really to provide affordability again and access to first-time in college and four-year graduation, uh, first-time in college um, students. Uh, We want to make sure that our first time in college retention rates are where they need to be um and we have to advocate for that and speak with the legislators about that because in this this is why we're number 25 in our social mobility index so we get um, many students that come to us from all walks of life some of low socioeconomic backgrounds but then what they do is they they we produce them we mold them as he stated when he went to famu it was just a family environment mm-hmm. and and just empowering you and mm-hmm. that's exactly what we do and by that when they graduate they are top produce we're, we um, create top producers and African American graduates in science, technology, engineering, mathematics, health disciplines. That is what we want to do, and that's what we want to tell our legislators to support us in our efforts to create these realizations in life for these students yeah. here. And, and and then they go abroad. So right. we have our footprint not only in Florida, but abroad. So, yes, we will talk, um, I'm sure, on the local level. Um, uh, I call him Coach Washington because he's always yeah. Coach Washington <laughs> to me. He will be there to um, talk about um, how what's the pathway to um, um, helping students from pre-K to post-secondary. So, um, yes, we will have those discussions. And, again, we invite you out. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot. It seems like there's a through line because, you know, we got to get people to college and we got to get people out of college and then into careers. uh, And student loans have been a big issue lately. And, uh, you know, the president, Joe Biden, did his best to try to get those loans forgiven and then the Republican pushback. You know, it's like, oh, so, you know, that that made it a little harder. And then, you know, Joe Biden had to think outside the box and find another route to get these loans. A lot of these loans forgiven. But, you know, it's hard to go forward in life when you're you're bogged down by something that happened 40, 30, 40 years, 50 years in your past. Yes. You know, you, you still can't just get over that hump and find that right job that you were supposed to get. And so you have this big debt sitting under you for all of your life. And, you know, it 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 it, it really traumatizes people, I think, a lot of time. It holds people back financially. So there has to be a way for us to continue to show, to find forgiveness for those loans. Uh, and also, you know, you know, I know FAMU is, has a really famous school of pharmacy, the really famous school of business. Uh, 
What about, you know, in terms of getting people to college, do we have a two-year program where people can go from junior college to FAMU? We, th- we do, and, and I will um, speak on a high level of that. I'm not actually the subject matter expert when it comes to that. We do have our uh, um, Terry Collins. She leads our student prospect group but um, who and our president, Paula Goodman, who would um, probably be able to provide more insight. Mm-hmm. But we do have programs where you can attend um, junior colleges, and there's a pathway for you to go to actually FAMU or any uh, a public uh, state university mm-hmm. here in Florida. So, yes, there is a pathway for you. And um, I'm sure you can um, contact uh, Hillsborough Community College and um, they yeah. will be able to provide that information for you as well as uh, FAMU. So. Uh, so we want to hear from you as well. We're talking to Kimberly Brown Blunt and she's talking about... Uh, an event that's coming up where we can talk to people who are in power on on education issues. Now, what about the alumni? You said you had some information about what the alumni is doing or will do in terms of of helping uh, the education situation in Florida. So let me tell you about um, the great um, government relations and how we advocate, uh, support the university for av- by advocating for them and the students um, at Florida A&M University. We are led by um, Isis Dukes. She is the chair, the national chairwoman for the government relations committee. Um, she is she then will get marching orders, if you will call them, from our government re- government relations um, department at the university. Um, and once she finds gets those marching orders, she will provide them to the Florida region. Um, Dr. Torin Goodrum, who will provide the um, discussion on voter engagement at the Legislative Education Forum. And then once we get what our legislative budget requests are, we have our marching orders. It goes to every single chapter throughout the state of Florida, even in, in the uh, chapters outside of the state of Florida, because they can help advocate um, for you, too. Advocating just calls for you to just speak so you can call on the phone, emails, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we talk to every single legislator. We have a representative. We'll talk to each legislative um, in their respective counties and districts and tell them about the FAMU um, legislative budget request. Um, this year, our main focus is going to be on um as I spoke earlier, the first time in college students and the four year graduation rates, the uh, first time in college retention rates. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to um, boost our um, license pass rates in nursing, pharmacy, physical therapy and and law. And we go and we communicate that to the legislators via email. We meet with them at their local offices and then we meet with them in their state offices. And then we have a triple strike strategy where we make sure that we want to contact them three times to discuss our legislative budget request. And then we final our final um, interaction with the state legislators is at the FAMU Day at the Capitol. And this year, it will be, or this, I will say, session, it will be uh, Wednesday, February 21st, 2023, okay. where we will all convene. It will be the, the, the university, the National Alumni Association. We have students. We go there. We meet with the legislators. We have the students join us as we go and talk with the legislators to talk about and advocate for FAMU. And what I really enjoy and love about that are the students. They're not just from backgrounds or where they're majoring disciplines of um public or social injustice or um, that have to do with uh, public policy. I personally had three students who were in nursing. Myself graduated from the College of Pharmacy. Okay. Uh, Dr. Torn Goodrum, he graduated from um, the College of Pharmacy as well. And so it's just a blessing to see students from all disciplines advocate for the university. So we go and we talk to the legislators and then we enjoy time for there. The band is there. The cheerleaders are there. Everyone's there to just, you know, advocate. And by that time, I think uh, hopefully they're tired of hearing from us (laughs) Uh, because we have to make sure that they understand that FAMU has a support, a strong support, and we want them to understand why they should 
support the university and provide funding that is needed to create successful students. That, exactly right. And especially when so much of our truth is under threat. You know, we need a place where, you know, like FAMU, you know, there are other historically black colleges in this country, not many in this state, but, you know, it's good that, you know, there's going to be an institution that you can trust, yes. you know, with this type of teaching and instruction. 813-239-9663. This is the Sunday Forum. My name is Patrick Wavili talking to Kimberly Brown Blunt. Kimberly Brown Blunt. And, um, you know, I'm just glad I can remember all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So Thank you for morning. having me. Yes, it is. <laughs> and, you know, if you have any more questions, and let me just make certain that we have the date and time of in maybe a website people can go and find out. Absolutely. You can go to the Florida, the Tampa chapter, Florida a National Alumni Association website, and you will see the flyer there of the Legislative Education Forum titled Empowering Communities Through Education, Justice, Justice and Civic Engagement. I've already given you that head, that lineup and um, who mm-hmm. to expect. And you can go there if you just click that form it will send you to the job form to register. Now, I want to let you know, you don't have to register to attend. That is just an opportunity for us to see who um, uh, all joined us that night and, you know, be able to just stay in contact with stay you in, contact. Con- in, in case we have another uh, form. And indeed, we, we likely will have another form. Um, and that form, again, will be held at Sunshine State Health Community Center. And the address is... 200, I just lost that really quick. This is live. Yeah, we're good. (laughs) 200 West Waters Avenue, Tampa, Florida, 33604. But head to the FAMU National Alumni website. You will Mm -hmm. see the flyer, the legislative education form. Click the link to register. Join us. Sounds great. Sounds so good. Kimberly, I want to thank you so much for coming in here with this information. Thank you for having me. This is the Sunday Forum, and uh, we'll be right back. I got more information, more things I want to talk to you about, and uh, we'll continue on talking about education as well. So keep it tuned. You're tuned to the Sunday Forum here on 88.5 FM. State and I do research and have intelligent conversation with each and every one of you. And we love it. We love bringing you the best in radio programming here on WMNF 88.5 Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete.
month, we're celebrating Latin heritage. And on Friday, September 22nd at 7 p.m. in the WMNF Live Music Studio, Living Mirror Playback Theater will join the celebration with improv enactments of stories from the Latin community. Opening remarks by Isha Del Valle, host of WMNF's Latinx radio show. It will be a compelling evening of community sharing and theater, and these shows are free. But space in our studio is limited, so please reserve your seat online at WMNF.org slash events. Let's talk about that garage. It could be so much more, but that old car you don't use, it's just sitting there taking up space. Make room by donating your vehicle to us. We'll have it picked up at no cost to you and proceeds support WMNF. Learn more at WMNFcar.org. The Nathan B. Stubblefield Foundation, which is the license holder of WMNF, is seeking people from our community to apply for a seat on our board of directors. The term starts this November, and we will be interviewing people at our October board meeting. We are especially interested in people with legal and or fundraising skills. We hope to have representation reflecting the diversity of our community. Board terms are for two years. Our open seat is for people who are not currently volunteering at WMNF. Please go to WMNF.org to get more information about the board seat or write to me at joellen at WMNF.org. That's J-O-E-L-L-E-N at WMNF.org. The deadline to apply is Thursday, September 28th at 5 p.m. Thank you so much. If you love classic soul, R&B, Caribbean, gospel, hip-hop, or house music, and if you love podcasting and exclusive interviews, if you love urban culture and urban music, then you will really love the Urban Cafe channel. You can find it here on HD2 if you have an HD2 radio or you can go to WMNF.org and download our mobile app so that you can listen to it all the time. Grab your finest leather and lace as WMNF presents its Halloween Ball 2023. Starring Sleeping Pills, Romeo Blue, Offerings, DJ Mike Hendrick, and your host, Nicole Azar. Plus, a special costume contest for all you ghouls and gals. The Haunting takes place on Thursday, October 26th at New World Music Hall, 810 East Skagway Avenue, Tampa. Tickets 18 advance, 20 at the door. Go to WMNF.org for more info. You can help WMNF now and into the future by donating gifts of stock, real estate, retirement assets, or a life insurance policy. It's easy to leave a legacy of love. Just call Ian at 813-238-8001 or go to WMNF.org slash giving to get started today.
This is still the Sunday Forum here on WMNF Radio 88.5 FM. We started out talking a little bit about education policy, and uh, we're going to continue that. And, uh, earlier, as we said, started out with Kim Brown Blunt talking about education forum that's coming up, and uh, we're going to give you the final information about that. More information about that before we get off the air. Remind you of dates and times, but keep it tuned right here. We're talking about culture war. You know, your culture warrior governor is uh, still trying to make his way to the White House. And uh, by hook or by crook, he's saying whatever it is that's going to appeal to the most backward element in this country. And as a result, while the state may have voted in large droves for him because the Democrats decided to stay home, then, you know, we know that across the country... DeSantis is losing, or at least down in the polls, so far down in the polls from the top dog at the top of the Republican ticket. And uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how they work that civil war out. But in the meanwhile, he's carrying out culture war on this state and wants to export it to the rest of the country. And only Floridians can stop him. Part of the problem is that, you know, while Republicans did increase their voter roll, the voters on the voter roll that has Republican behind their name and the independents, the people who are non-party affiliated, that grew. uh, The Democrats still have uh, somewhat of a voter registration advantage, uh, but they didn't turn out. The fact of the matter is Democrats did not turn out in the state of Florida. Uh, and as a you know, part of the, the problem is part of the culture war is the Republicans know how to manipulate that uh, by making it harder for you to vote by mail, making it harder for you to vote without uh, ID or if you are changing addresses, if your address isn't the same on your ID, then you can't vote. So many ways of not counting a vote, which is almost like a sort of ballot stuffing. But the fact of the matter is people have to let their voices be heard at the ballot box. And that didn't happen. And the authoritarian element of this country's politics uh, took took a rise in this state. And they have been using their newfound power to really run roughshod, especially over the school boards. Uh, Books have been banned, uh, books that tell true history. And, you know, a lot of the times I think that people are afraid of their parents or grandparents being pictured in the book uh, at uh, some place where they're, they're showing themselves their true colors, their true racist colors. And so there's a lot of times when this truth hurts and they don't want their children to to know what happened what they did in this state in this country and uh try to hide that truth from you but you know there has to be a pushback and people have been pushing back although people have also been leaving the state uh so we're sort of in a catch-22 right now there are a lot of people who can't navigate this and uh don't want the new uh the kind of authoritarianism, don't want to live under authoritarianism, don't want to see teachers go to prison, don't want to see doctors and women go to prison over abortion policy and uh, people such as Andrew Warren thrown out of their duly elected jobs because the governor didn't like their their politics or didn't like the fact that they, they weren't going to carry out unconstitutional policy. But we want to hear what you have to say about what is happening in your state, in your name, 813-239-9663 is the number to call to join the forum here on the Sunday Forum. And I'm going to go straight away back to the telephone lines to see what you have to add. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. You say what? Hello. Uh, am I Bailey? Yes. Uh, this is Wayne Shooker. Uh I'm really interested in this educational forum, and you have... Uh, announced the address a number of times, but 
I don't believe you ever repeated the date. Could you please announce the date of the uh, Oh, yeah. Poem? Certainly. It's Monday, September 25th, between 6 and 8 p.m. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. You're quite welcome. That's Monday. Uh, right. <laughs> Hope to see you there. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Yeah, hi. My name is Dave from St. Pete. Hey, uh, Dave. Great show. Great, uh, great banter. I just wanted to say that the thing is for the let's just say for the black movement that you basically got to ignore a lot of the pushback from people because people will say something like, "Well, I I have rights." You got to sort of ignore them and just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Make it like a normal thing every day because uh, this is the political climate where you say something and they say, well, what about me or, or da, da, da. Well, I always say you're, you're right off the subject. I was talking about me <laughs> and, and yeah. I'm just saying this off the cuff and just stay strong and just, Sometimes I don't respond to the to the rhetoric. I just don't even respond to it anymore. Yeah. I say my piece. I try to set an example to my family, my friends, the community, a stranger. And that, and that's just where it's going to have to start, you know, the organic as they say whatever. And then it hopefully it just builds out and everything will be fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you guys, you guys are fantastic. I, I tell you, it's so thought-provoking. Your concepts, your your ideas, your your platform. It's just, it's excellent for me. And yeah. like I always say, this is Dave, originally from Detroit. So You're from Detroit. I, okay. I, I, I yeah, and I, I say that because I I uh, you could say I've lived a lot of things. Born in the '50s, lived in the '60s. Made it through the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Moved to Florida in the 80s. <laughs> but uh, God bless you all, okay? Hey, thank you for your call. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, another vote of confidence, and uh, hopefully, hopefully you feel the same way, that this is a, a, a platform in which we we open up the discussion to truth. And, you know, and that's what I believe in. You can also write me, dj at org. Um, there's one emailer who has written, we still have some forms of pseudo-slavery here. And um, it's, uh, I'm not exactly sure exactly what else you were saying in that email, but that's, uh, that's interesting because, you know, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, how much has uh, been in, indebted, has been embedded into this culture from slavery. Especially when you look at at the the rhetoric coming out of certain conservative legislatures that want to go back, you know, these people are like when they don't get their way, they become almost like separatists. They they don't mind breaking away, which is how we got the Confederacy, because these people couldn't get their way to continue to enslave other human beings, and they continue to undereducate other human beings that they were enslaving so that they could never present competition for the, them, the slaveholders, and those who wanted to be slaveholders. Go back to the telephone lines, 813-239-9663 is the number to call. We're going to talk about education policy uh, and the, the, the conservative politics that's uh, underway in the state. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. You just had from Dan is exactly what I talk about every week that your show is the show, <laughs> premier show of black voices and just human voices on this channel and elsewhere. You don't get that same vibe call. And it comes from, as I was listening to you before his call, there, your voice sounds like you're a happy, calm, smart, positive person. It comes through in your breath work and your voice. Like your show could be thought of as therapeutic. <laughs> well, that's good. That's great. You can that's wake what up I'm talking it. about. And that, you don't hear this on other shows on the MNF or elsewhere where a college is calling to say, you know what? 
your show is just turning on my mind, enlightening me, and making me feel like I can survive the Trump, Mussolini, MAGA, DeSantis cult. <laughs> and you can. You certainly and let me can. just say real quick and get off of here because you got other callers because this show's going to catch fire and pretty soon the lines will be jammed. All five lines, the lights will be up. You'll have to hire a producer to screen everything. But the point is this. What the Republicans mean by education is indoctrination, brainwashing like this incredible documentary, Jesus Camp. <laughs> Have you ever heard that, that, that documentary? Yeah, I heard a little bit Let about it. I'll tell you, they want to get them early and tell them their bizarre, stupid version of the Bible and Jesus, who is the opposite of any Republican I've ever met. That, and then they want to tell them, hey, guess what? All these people are bad. You're good, though. Mm-hmm. You know, all these people, these black people, these LGBTQ people, these uh, environmentalist people, these anti-capitalist people, these human rights people, these immigrant rights people, these immigrants. Uh, DeSantis, it's all his whole platform is, I hate various people in Florida and I'm going to stomp them. <laughs> you got him down, boy. That's right, because I'm Ron and I, my wife is Tammy Faye Baker in drag, baby. <laughs> and he's just like spewing hate and it, it resonates you see, the polls are scary, right? Trump and Biden allegedly neck and neck. How could that be? <laughs> yeah, you have to suspend reality in order you for that to, to be happen. Like a Jew in Germany in '28, and go, how is it that my neighbors, who I've, you know, been in their home and cooked for them when they were sick, now they're voting for Hitler? Right. Dude, all I can say is your show is the show. Keep on keeping on. I want a six-hour slot, and you guys should be provided with Gatorade and other stimulants. <laughs> I want all five lines lit up all day long. I want money pouring in through the tip jar and through private grants. I want you to become the rock star. You and Walter, I don't know where Walter is, but you guys, if this is what you want, and always remember your voice is like that song where it's like, the revolution will not be televised. Yes. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You got it. And I'm not gay or anything trying to hit on you. And it's like, this guy really loves me. And it's like, that is weird. Why do people call up and say they love me in the show and they love Walter and they love the stuff we say? Well, because you can't get it nowhere else, my brother. Right. Well, that's the whole point. <laughs> but I'm talking, this is a unicorn show. This is the, the real deal. More than Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wait, and I'm going to say one last thing. Lauren Bobo Bobert, look at the video, the real video on the Midas, M-E-I-D-A-S, Touch YouTube, Progressive YouTube News Network. She and her boyfriend are engaging in public sex in that theater. Oh, I didn't even know that. I just oh, thought it was vaping. Oh, and she's also, <laughs> if you look at, he has in the same video, the Midas Touch dude, he's incredible. He's Michael Cohen's, Michael Cohen's on that network, Midas Touch on mm. YouTube, and he shows this real video that's a Bober, even better than the surveillance video, where she's in public in a family theater, and her boyfriend and her are doing it. You can see it in the video. It's hilarious, and she goes in the next day and preaches about Jesus now, mm-hmm. LGBTQ, and black people are all of the devil. Yeah, yeah, just the hypocrisy. Praise the Lord, you hypocrite, bo 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 Bobert. <laughs> and I don't even mention closer to home are what we call margarine, Marjorie Taylor Greed, Marjorie Taylor Greed up there in Georgia, yeah. who has machine guns in her political ads and says, I've got something for Joe Biden. How can we allow right. what has happened to our country where I guarantee you if if, if, if Rashida Tlaib or Ilhan Omar especially got up and did an ad with a machine gun in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they'd be coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. They oh, did. Security be tearing up her house and taking her kids off the Right. Jail. She's a terrorist if you if she did that. Yeah, but they can, you know, even Ronnie Boy in his go-go boots, some black guy says to him, it's partially your fault what happened in Jacksonville, Governor. 